the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM560, the answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed, and the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, the answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita. I write what I live, my life in the speaker. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, in a packed studio today. I got to get pumped up because uh, <laughs> I'm happy, happy to be back on the radio and not just all of my social streams. So uh, welcome. I'm happy that you guys are tuned in. Uh, go ahead and share the links, the uh, Facebook link, the Rumble link, the YouTube link. Get it out. Let's share it because we got a jam-packed show today. We got some great, I got some great guest co-hosts and I got a, some great um, guests coming in. I don't know if you guys uh, recall the story. Angela Gregg, she lost her four-year-old son in a shooting. She was here visiting from Alabama. Well, she's going to call into the show in probably another six, seven minutes. No. 119, so you don't want to miss that interview. Uh, I met her at um, at the Law & Order event, um, and when you hear what she has to say about how she felt being in that room with not just Republicans but cops, it's going to give you all the warm and fuzzies. So we're going to have that. We're going to have Bobby Python. He's U.S. Senate candidate. So he's, Bobby, now listen, I'm telling you right now, don't fake me out this time. Call in, all right, Bobby? Uh, Bobby Python's going to be on to talk about Election integrity, um, because I don't think we can ever stop talking about election integrity, because if we don't get that right, um, voting means absolutely nothing from here on out. Uh, but I'm so excited to have three, three distinguished men, you know, a gentleman. Uh, I, I use that term very loosely <laughs> amongst these three. Scott Casper, CEO, founder of RIG. That's right. Um, government. That's right. Uh, Jim Economo, sponsor of this show, proud sponsor of this show. Yes, sir. I was about to say he didn't say anything. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jim listens. Jim is a huge fan of of radio. Period. He tunes into and calls into. Uh, you name the radio station. If if it well, picks his piques his interest, he'll call in. All the fo- all the four local uh, political stations in Chicago. For yeah. Sure. And David, attorney David, constitutional attorney David Shostokis. Welcome back. Thanks so much. It's great to be back with you today, John. And I didn't butcher your name. You didn't butcher my name at all. You didn't butcher my name at all, but you failed to mention that I'm a candidate for a little Oh, that's right. That's general. right. Okay. I forgot because, you know, you were supposed to call. Well, I, I was supposed to interview you at the Carol Davis Illinois Conservative it's, Union event. Yes. But so I forgot. Well, and we I, made the announcement last that's week. Right. But you weren't able to uh, able to be there. Because I was here. 
You're, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wish calls. I, I wish I can, you know, divide myself into seven seven people, and it would have been great to have you there. Yeah. But yeah, but when you get a moment, you can we can mention and maybe even yeah. talk about the attorney general business. I, I will. You're running for the Illinois attorney general. That's correct. Uh, against uh, the current, uh, well, got to get to a primary first. At the moment, and right now, you're the only person. I haven't heard anybody. Else I have not heard of anybody else either. Running. So yeah. we'll we'll see. Yeah. So I mean, guys, I mean, there's. There's so much to talk about when you look at what's happening around this country. Um, you sense the, you sense the, 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 there's, there are so many people out there that they're wanting to give up right now Yeah. because I mean, everything is just like collapsing on top and there's a compounding collapse on, at least it feels that way. And one of the things that I've been doing, especially on social media is, is trying to encourage people. Most of it is a facade. You know, government knows how to throw facades and they use fear to do it. So they call it fear porn. <laughs> that's what they call it. Yeah. But but how, how, Scott, how do we get people to look beyond the facade of fear that's in front of them? Because when I when you know, the, the Freedom Summit is coming up yeah. um, November 6th and one and my breakout, I'm doing a breakout there. Uh, I'll be talking about the politicization of fear. Yeah. How do we get people be, to move beyond the fear? Well, you know, we as we as conservatives have to we got to keep hope. That's one part. But we have to just keep moving forward and doing what we're going to do. And and you know, it's it's probably easy to give up, right? Um it is. And it's probably easy to to sit, you know, at home with, you know, two masks on and 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 you know, but America was founded by, you know, patriots uh that that did anything but give up. I mean, they 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 risked their entire lives for this experiment called America, and you know we have to channel that sort of energy and remember that. And and we need to get involved not only in in in, uh, in the local process, um, but we need to get involved in in you know in groups. You know, you, you mentioned the uh, the Freedom Initiative at the mm-hmm. beginning of this hour. Um, groups. That are trying to organize activists. Yeah. You also mentioned the Illinois Conservative Union, another great group. Yes. Um, and we need to get involved. Everyone needs to get involved in in their local their precincts. Yeah. You know, we need precinct captains. We need election judges. We need election observers. Um, these are things. If we're part of the process, uh, we can move the ball forward. Right. And Jim. Well, I agree. I support a lot of people uh, individually. I give a lot of. Not a lot, but I send a lot of people like fifty bucks, hundred dollar contributions across the country. For example, Joe Kent is running for Congress in uh, Washington, Washington State. Yeah, uh, he's running against I met a him rhino. In Miami. I met him in Miami. Right. Great guy. He's got a great story. Yes. Right. And then there's another guy who's really brilliant. His name is uh, Vince Cavallari. He writes the most exquisite pieces. He's a uh, sheriff's uh, deputy for his local county up there, uh, north of Seattle, someplace. And he's also on a school board. But the stuff he writes is just amazing. I mean, he wrote this one called Stolen Smiles. It would make you cry. All the stuff is being done to these children's stuff with these masks on. And, you know, just aside of myself, I have a daughter who's six and a half, and I'm homeschooling. We find a nice family in Elgin. She goes there three days a week. No masks. The kids love it. You know, it's, it's the way to go. You've got to keep these kids That's out of school. We've got to talk to people, especially younger people, and let them know you're being lied to. And I tell my patients, if you want to enjoy your life, turn off your TV. Click. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. No, it's horrible. And, and and Dave, you've you've seen it from a, a perspective, because and and so do you, Scott. But David, you've you've had your sleeves rolled up. 
I mean, even when it came time when, when Trump was going across the state um, prior to right after the election, trying to figure out what was going on, um, that was fear as well. They were, and, and, and then not only was it fear, they started silencing us right. from even having a different view or different perspective. Speak to that. Yeah, they, they truly did. I, uh, I was, as you mentioned, uh, involved with the Trump team in, uh, in Pennsylvania for like five weeks. I was in court with, uh, with the mayor. And, and I, one thing I try and tell people, I, I feel blessed to have had an opportunity to do things like testify before the Pennsylvania Senate Committee. and Because otherwise I would have been sitting at home throwing my shoes at the TV. <laughs> you know? And so there's a blessing to be involved in that. But in terms of what's the, the residuals of all those situations is people are afraid that whatever they do is not going to matter because of the situation right. regarding the regarding election situations. You mentioned in your introduction about how important that is without that. And I think one of the things they need to know is how much is going on. Scott's got a Scott's got his group responsibility in government that's involved heavily in doing things for election integrity. Illinois Con- Conservative Union does. Jeannie Ives has her uh, breakthrough group. Right. There's a lot of things going on. And I am Freedom Initiative now. No, we're not going to forget the Freedom Initiative now. And, uh, and Nick, uh, Nick's Nick work. Richmond. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of things. And I'm sort of lucky again, because uh, Chairman uh, Tracy, the state, uh, mm-hmm. state party chairman, has put me on the state's election integrity committee. Wow. And as a result, I'm getting feedback from kind of everybody and we're kind of trying to uh, trying to coordinate make sure that all the folks that are doing these things are kind of working together people need to know yeah. that there's that strong strong efforts to protect the votes coming up and to, and to learn from the things that happened in uh, in 2020 so that they don't happen again yeah and i think in, in terms of overcoming the fear i think that message how much work is being done right. to protect our votes going forward is something people need to know so they feel more comfortable in what's the outcome. Because I, I, this is what I, I've, I've said this every time I go out and speak. I think they've served up a, a, a perfect pitch for us for, for the conservative side, the Republicans who are running for office, to knock this ball right out of the park for a grand slam. If we don't do it, that's on us. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, if we don't do that, that's on us. Well, I want, might take. You might see this take play in the uh, Virginia race. Yeah. Well, that's going to be if. You, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Normally, in my in my first hour, I, I I deal with more of the federal, the national issues. Second hour, I go into more Illinois centric to talk about what's happening in Illinois. And if you, I mean, don't don't leave because we, we that's what I want to talk about. Because we, we're going to be interviewing Angela Gregg when we come back from break. But I definitely want to talk about this Glenn Youngkin thing. I don't know if you guys know what the Illinois project did. I think it's something that has been the happening. Lincoln project. The Lincoln Project. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. I think disgusting. it's disgusting. I think it's something that's been ha- it happened all under Trump, and we're gonna get we're gonna dig more into this. Hey, Candace, hold the line. I'll take you as soon as we come back from the break. Uh, you're listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty The Answer. Go share the feeds five sixty The Answer dot com if you're at home on a YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. We'll be right back with this handsome group of gents. <laughs> Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Hey! Told everybody I was going to sing. Since Dan and Amy were singing uh, uh, on Friday, I thought I'd sing. George is not here. Repeat's in the building. Repeat, you're by yourself, man. Welcome. You can say hi. 
Welcome, repeat. You're all by yourself today. Thank you, John. And you're doing a great job thus far. I'll let you know, all right? <laughs> I'm just kidding with you, repeat. Hey, you're tuning in to Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I got a lot of different names. I got a Casper, I got an Economos, and I have a Shostokis. Sitting in. That's that's a that sounds like the beginnings of a joke, doesn't it? It's a, it's a, it's like you you bet you you cheat him in how a legal firm. Hey, don't say that's a lot of diversity in this room right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, let's go to the phone lines, Candace. Welcome back to Black and Right. Thanks so much for tuning in. Oh, thanks for taking my call. So I understand that people are feeling down and out and very worried and scared and all of that. <clears throat> but you know what? I've been a GOP volunteer for years, probably about 15 years. And um, after this all happened, and you know, after the November, the November election, people were so down. And so many of my friends are like, I'm done. I'm done with the GOP. I'm not walking, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know what? There is no way. We're starting to make strides. We're starting to um, speak up and starting to find our voice again. There's no way I'm not going to vote, even if I think... It's rigged. It doesn't matter. If you think about the last election, there were so many people that came out for Trump that look at what they had to do in order to yeah. win. They, it was so obvious that they lost all these states. Yeah. And I want them to do that again. Yeah. You know what It'll I mean? happen. Because I want them to know. Wait a minute. I'm not done. <laughs> I want to rub their face in it that they are not the majority. You know what I mean? And I don't and think, not. you know, that's... Pardon me? I say, and you're right. They're not. They're not the majority. I'm seeing it. They're not the majority, and they know it, and that's why they're scared, and that's why they're coming into all this authoritarian stuff right yeah. away. But look look at all the school say, boards, John, too. Yeah. Another thing I want to say to you guys, though, okay, as conservative radio, one of the things I've been really disappointed with is the coverage of um, this whole COVID thing and the mandates and everything. I don't think there was enough education from conservative radio on the fact that a mandate is not a law yes. and this is what you need to do. There was no help. Well, okay. I've been doing, I've been radio. saying that I've been saying that from day one on this show. I know you have, yes. but I'm saying a lot of the majors were not and yeah. totally let people down. And yeah. a lot of people, I'm sorry. I mean, if you look at what's going on in Vermont and Maine, a lot of people are going to be uh, vaccine damaged for the rest of their lives because, you know, um, people were raw, raw on this vaccine and, and, and we're not even telling people that, hey, it's not FDA approved. Right. That's still the experimental one. And you know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm, you know, I'm very disappointed in that aspect. And then one more thing. Oh, come on, Candace. Um, trifecta. I, I'm not, trifecta. I'm not, if, if Trump is going to be a whore for Pfizer and it looks like that's the case with what happened with O'Reilly, I'm not interested in him yeah. again. I'm if that. he's going to double down for the vaccine yeah. and he's not going to come out like Steve D. said and defend children against this horrible um, vaccine, there's no way. Well, well Candace, wait, let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me help okay. you with that, though. One of the, 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 one of the things that Trump has said, though, is that it should be your choice. Right. I know, but wait, but, but, okay, fine. That would be fine. You do have a choice. However... Uh, the truth about the vaccines were never told to us to, to begin with. Correct. Ever. Correct. The, you okay. know it. We call it the you know it. ever any informed consent. Ever. Right. Well, the problem right. is they didn't right. have time to Candace, test it the so way they normally do. Thanks so much Thank. for calling in, Candace. Um, but she's right. She's right. I mean, you, the lawsuits are going to come in, in five to ten years when people... The lawsuits are, are going to come. The problem is they've been... 
They're exempt from these lawsuits. That's part of well, the problem. Well, the, the, the Pfizer's for and the, the, the drug companies are exempt. But right. you know what, what I find interesting is these companies are mandating these things. Yeah. And if, in fact, somebody takes a vaccine as a result of a mandate yeah. and they are damaged, I think the lawsuits against the companies for mandating them are the ones that are going to possibly put a stop to this because yeah. that's the, the company's mandates. They're based upon uh, Joe Biden's press conference, nothing else. They've imposed these mandates. But that's they right. are still liable. They don't have the protections that the drug companies have I agree. from the uh, from the suits. And I can't understand how their corporate counsel is not saying, wait a minute, right. what kind well, of danger are you That's a good point. Yeah. There, there yeah. is no OSHA regulation right now. It's right. it's all just it's right. all just it's all just Joe Joe Biden went to the mic and said, I'm gonna have a mandate and everyone's everyone's been yeah, reacting. Thank from goodness for Southwest pilots. Well, that's right. Well, you, you, yeah, you, although I was stranded in Washington a couple of weeks ago. But you, no, but you remember, wait, wait, you remember what um, um, Kristen Megan said, who was the uh, senior hy- hygienist, industrial hygienist, right. worked with OSHA. She says, there's no OSHA regulation. Right. None. Yeah. Zero. No. There's none. Zero. None. Anywhere. So Because they know it's unconstitutional. They don't, have, they don't even have the authority to do it, which right. is why they're not doing it. So he's governing by press conference. By yeah. fear. I, I want to switch topics real quick. I'm holding up a piece of uh, in my hand a piece of paper from Town Hall. Uh, it's written by Guy Benson. Pathetic stunt. Dems pose as white nationalists supporting Glenn Youngkin. So these, if you see the, you can see the paper I'm holding. Yeah. Up. Go to Town Hall. Read Guy Benson's um, article on it. They basically came up to Glenn Youngkin's bus. Hey, we're here with Glenn. We're all we're with Glenn all the way, dressed in. You remember um, uh, what was it, Charlottesville? They they had the, the the khakis the the tiki torches tiki torches and yeah, the white no. shirts right. I, listen, this is not the first time this has happened. No, they just got caught. Right. I really believe. I think some of January six same players. Yep. Who is Ray Epps? Anybody know who Ray Epps is? I mean this 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 trickery and coming into conservative events pretending to be white nationalists. Right. Um, Proud Boys and 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 three and all that. This is pathetic. It's 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 disgusting. Is what it's it is. Unpredictable. Yes, it is pretty. But but imagine imagine if 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 Republicans did this to one of the Democrats' event, it'd be all over the. It'd be everywhere. Mm-hmm. But this is the type of stuff that we're dealing with. So don't tell me that when you look at the what happened with this last election, you don't think that. They're out there making these things happen. You heard about what happened in Wisconsin, in the nursing homes. Yes, yeah. seventy-one of the seventy-one people voted. Some of the parents, I mean, some of the, the the kids were like, "Hey, wait a minute, my parent doesn't. My parent has dementia." Right. One yeah. of them said, "Well, yeah, um, Kennedy's still president." Yet wow. these people voted. Yeah. No, I watched. I watched the press conference by the <clears throat> Racine County Sheriff's Sheriff's Office. And uh, the sergeant that conducted the investigation is actually an attorney as well. Yeah. And he conducted a very thorough investigation that actually implicated the Wisconsin Election Commission across the entire state. And that's, uh, I think that's the takeaway. But was more interesting, I had watched the press conference, and that afternoon I, uh, I Googled it. I put news and news in the last 24 hours, and there was one piece, and it was a local Wisconsin TV station. No coverage by anybody not town hall not breitbart not not any of the people you would think uh, yeah. newsmax uh, real america's voice nobody m- covered that press conference there was only one piece in the news and that was just in one county right or, that was one county one but the, county but the sheriff indicated that this was conducted as a result of the directive 
from the Wisconsin Election Commission that went out to all 72 counties of the state. And they had 71, they had 71 nursing homes in, in Racine County. And so, no, it's, you know, and they apparently there's now a movement to remove those members of the Election Commission yeah. and see what really happened. We'll but, see what goes. I mean, think about that nationwide happening. Yes. I mean, that's a that's every time I heard, you know, there's not enough fraud. Wait a minute. One, one, <laughs> one act of fraud is enough. That's it. Let's let's go after if, if you got one act of fraud, go after it hard. Right. I'm sorry. Teach these people a lesson. Deterrence. It's treasonous. Especially when we're re-electing or electing a president, someone to lead us, it's, it's almost that's treasonous to go in and change and and and, and vote for people. Are you kidding me? And it, it, it I'm yes, Usa. no, you're Usa. no, you're absolutely right. And it, and but of course, a lot of these problems arise from the fact that people are relying upon a lot of this computer data and things like that, and and a lot of that makes people's eyes glaze, glaze over. I have uh, we one of the things I was doing in Pennsylvania involved some interviewing some whistleblowers and vetting them. We had a guy that, in fact, uh, had permits to demolish buildings. He was in the demolition construction building business. And he came and he said, listen, these two buildings, I had permits to demolish, but they pulled the permits a few weeks before the voting started because he ultimately found out these uninhabited demolition buildings. Had each had thirty-five people to register to vote in them. What? Wow. And and we went to investigate on this, and the buildings are all boarded up, and in fact, they had election mail stuffed into the boards. Gosh, there's a hundred. That's just one one state. That's yeah, one state. but there's, one no, it's one city. There's fifteen hundred more buildings in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you listen to the black and country. You listen to black and right. We'll be right back. To Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560 Theater. I'm on the loose, making moves. I need some more. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Theater. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. I'm so happy to say that. Live in studio, people out there in the radio are listening to me and not football today. Can we get a amen? <laughs> but I'm in, I'm joined in live in studio with Scott Casper, uh, Jimmy Conomos, and Attorney David Shostokis. I got it right again. Yeah, outstanding. <laughs> That's it. Um, but 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 Jim, you 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 brought something to my attention this week. Um, something's going fishy going on out there in Reno, Nevada, as well. Well, uh, and just in general, I call it the dumbing down of America. Um, and recently there was headlines in Chicago. Oh, CPS. Uh, Kids, 85% graduate or something like like whoopie do, but only 20% are proficient at the levels they're finish, uh, they're you know, graduating from. Anyways, I was reading a story about this gentleman out in uh, Reno. It's called Truckee Meadows Community College, and basically they want to take away his tenureship because they want him to dumb down the curricula for mathematics because these kids coming into his class aren't proficient at the level that they should be to right. enter in his level. Wow. So he's called and he wants to talk about it. And, and joining wow. us... Uh, Today is Lars Jensen from Reno, Nevada. Uh, Lars, welcome to Black and Right. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, Appreciate so, it. Sorry we were playing phone tag <laughs> back and forth over this week. No problem at all. <laughs> so, so Lars, okay, you work for this community college. Truckee, did it, right. is that correct, Truckee? Yeah, Truckee Meadows, after the river out here. Okay, and they come to you and they tell you what? Tell us the story. Well, uh... You know, there's a change undergoing uh, mandated by the Board of Regents that uh, 
uh, you know, essentially cuts out remedial education. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, students who um, students who come from high school, sometimes they have deficiencies and they need remedial education. Well, uh, now the mandate is we have to put these students straight into a college-level cl college class and wow. they just don't have the skills all the time. So the college has realized that uh, this would cause a lot of students to fail uh, unless it dumps down the curriculum. Uh, and uh, the unfortunate thing, or, or the, the other thing that kind of uh, is uh, in the mix is that we have a funding formula out here for colleges uh, in Nevada that uh, rewards completion rates. So that's a direct incentive to the college to lower the standards because then they, if they lower the standards and they have less prepared students coming in, well, maybe they can maintain their, uh, their completion rates that way and maintain their funding. And, and Lars, so you are you are fraud. Hey, hey, Lars, you are a uh, a tenured faculty member too, right? That's correct. Now, how were they able to 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 usurp you being a faculty member and fire you? Well, I've received two unsatisfactories in a row. Uh, the first one was based on uh, that I actually distributed a document uh, stating that uh, you know the price we pay for. Uh, this uh, imp implementing the Board of Regents' new policy that students must go straight into a math class, college-level math classes, that uh, the curriculum is being lowered. And uh, then I was, uh, because I distributed that document, I was called insubordinate because it spoke out against the administration, and I received an unsatisfactory. Wow. And then I received a second unsatisfactory, a bogus unsatisfactory for the second year, and two unsatisfactories is enough to, in a, in a row, is enough to fire a faculty member. Wow. Now, have you been fired yet, or are they threatening it? Sorry, I didn't hear that. <clears throat> now, are you still there, or have they officially let you go? No, uh, I'm still there. Uh, the, the hearing, they have to hold a hearing before they can get rid of me, and they, that ended last Friday. So uh, now it's up to the president uh, to uh, to act uh, on the information, the doc the uh, the documents that uh, basically the uh, reports that's going to be uh, come out of the hearing. They're going to go to the president, and she's going to decide. Is there a recommendation from the hearing that goes, or do they just present the? Uh present the president with the facts of the hearing, or does the, do the hearing officers actually make a recommendation? Uh, they do make a recommendation. The hearing officer will make a recommendation, and there's a faculty committee that will also make a recommendation. They both go to the president, but those recommendations are not out yet. Okay, but think about what he said. Yeah. One of the things he got dinged for was that he's at a higher learning facility, a, a place where you challenge ideas and you you go after these type of things and he got deemed for giving his perspective at a higher education facility Lars ha, has this ever happened in Nevada before I, I don't think so uh, uh, this I've been at this college for 26 years I've never heard of anything close to it uh, nobody I don't think anybody in my college has been fired Wow how about uh, any kind of can you use any kind of? Um, can you apply like legal, like legal force, like lawsuits or something to help you? Well, yes. I, I mean, that might be the next thing because uh, you know, if the president fires me, uh, I think we've laid a good basis uh, in the, in this hearing to uh, prepare everything and and present our case, and that can be used in federal court later. Hey, hey, Lars, I want you to hold over for the break because when I, when we come back, 
I want you to be. I, I want to know if if there's anything that you've put together where people can come and support you. You got any links like that that where people can find you? Hold that thought. You, I'll, I'll let you explain that when we come back from break. Hey, uh, Manny and Marie, I'll take you guys after I'm finished with Lars after the breaks. You listening to Black and White on AM five sixty The Answer? I'm your host John Anthony. In with Casper, Economos, and Sh- Sh- Attorney Shistokis. Man. The new law my, firm. It's a my, new law firm. Right. Or maybe we'll be a con firm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back, guys. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back. Black and right on the M560 answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Scott, look at you over there jamming. You, you jamming out over there, aren't you? <laughs> have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> you guys having a good time? Absolutely. Yep. Hey, guys, thanks so much for joining me. On I see you guys are jumping on the, the streams. Please continue to share the streams. Uh, go ahead and download the podcast while you're at it, 560theanswer.com. Follow me at TikTok, Black and Right Radio, YouTube, Black and Right Radio, uh, all of the social media. Just follow me. Just type in Black and Right Radio. You'll find me somewhere. Uh, before the break, we were talking with uh, Lars Jensen. He's a faculty member at the Truckee, Truckee Meadows Community College. Um, guys, I, I'll post the article to, to Black and Right on my social media feeds, but I, I just think it's a travesty to go after a person, especially in a place of higher learning, uh, because his views are different. And he's doesn't. And, and I would love, hey, Lars, um, welcome back. What's the what's Thank the you. what's the breakdown of the students uh, when it comes to the racial breakdown? Uh, out here, yes, in Truckee. It's, 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 uh, it's in Reno, Nevada. That, that I'm not exactly sure uh, about in uh, you know Nevada. Uh, no, no, I, I mean at the college. I'm talking about because because I mean you know you you hear a lot of especially uh, black groups out there talking about just how. Um, dumbed down stuff is happening with blacks across the country. But here's a person, you, fighting back against that, saying, um, I'm not just going to just allow any standards to happen uh, for my students. I I think I want students who, I want to help prepare students for the real world. That's what I mean. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Well, I think this is about greed. You know, uh, we we work for the public. We are public funded, and our code actually states we must work for the public good. We know that employers out here uh, and uh, you know companies that they want people who are proficient in math. We have a fair amount of high tech companies. They like people who know their math, and we're doing the exact opposite for these uh, companies and employers out here. Right. We're dumbing it down instead of you know providing uh, people. With, with proficient math skills. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And so I, I think it's about greed. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned you mentioned uh, the fact that his views are different. What his views are are traditional. Mm-hmm. You know, his views are actually traditional. Yeah. But that's he's trying to hold students accountable. Right. I mean, it's, it's shocking in a college level that you, that you wouldn't want your professor holding students accountable. Right. To to challenge them. Yeah. And 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 and, and what's the what's the end? Where does this go? Because. If people, if anyone can go and get a college degree, then we have a whole world of people with college degrees. What, where yeah. is this going? It's kind of like when Obama yeah, got the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that's right. Well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Lars, you raise a great point. College is not for everyone. Right. It's not. No. Or at least it's not supposed that, to be. Yeah. It's not supposed that, to be. That's but right. pretending I mean, it a is. college degree. 
is 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 uh, you know I mean you, you you come out of high school you're supposed to know algebra one and algebra two and then you're supposed to uh, that's supposed to lay a base level for calculus for 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 higher level courses and and college level courses and uh, and now uh, what's happening is that essentially uh, the college level course has designed, been designed so that somebody uh, you know uh, with middle school level math uh, uh, can come in and succeed that's that's what's happening it's a disaster all the way up. this will have ramification yeah. all the way up and down the educational levels yeah. I agree. hey 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 Lars uh, I'm sure if you especially if you take this to the courts have you started a legal fund to help you or anything uh, GoFundMe or anything to that nature well I have I have some help uh, uh, I have some legal counsel uh, right now that has helped me uh, through the hearing uh, and uh, depending on what happens in the hearing here we're hoping that you know, things go the right way, but if it doesn't, uh, then we will go to court yeah. because uh, what will happen here is essentially uh, an unraveling of tenure. If this is allowed to 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 pass, and and you know, I'm fired over this, then tenure is worth not much here in this state, and that has impact on you know. Then you can't Across stand up and defend defend education. Yeah. Well, Lars, is, is there a way? Do you have any social media so people can keep? Because um, uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep in contact with you because I want to know an update. Is there a way people? You have any social media links where people can follow you? I, I don't yet. The best thing I think, if I you know, I, we've had held a relatively low profile, uh, but uh, uh, you know, that might change. But the best things uh, people can do right now is probably write the chancellor of uh, uh, ch- uh, chancellor. Uh, at nevada.edu because ultimately uh, this is a state issue yeah. uh, where the faculty can be fired for the, for speaking up. I, I'm, a, I'm actually required to speak up about main, maintenance of standards in my field according to code. Yes. And if they can just fire you based on that, you know, that's that's a real disaster for education. And uh, the chancellor is ulti- ultimately responsible out here. Yeah. So I'd say write the chancellor at uh, nevada.edu. Uh, and uh, sorry, Nevada, not Nevada.edu. Uh, it's uh, let's see what it is. Hey, Lars, yeah, how, how about this? How about this? How about this? You 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 text it to me. I'll post it to my yeah. social media uh, account so that people can know how to how, what to do, what the what the call to action yeah. is. So, uh, Lars, Lars, thanks so much for joining Black and Right today. Thank uh, you, sir. Yeah. T- Good luck. Today it starts. I mean, today it's it's Nevada. It can come to any any state in the union at any point in time if this is allowed to happen. Lars Jensen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Yes, sir. Have a good day. You know, George Bush had an expression that was called the uh, soft bigotry of lower Low expectations. expectations. Hey, Manny, I got 25 seconds for you. Welcome to Black and Right. Hey, John Anthony. Hey, how's it going? You got so, it. Um, so just wanted to call in something you guys were speaking about earlier. It, it was, it was very interesting about you guys talking about how, why the, what the lawyers should be telling the you know legal counsels for a lot of these businesses. You know, Elizabeth, my wife works for a, a, a federal contractor here in Illinois uh-huh. and, um, they're Five trying seconds. to decide what's going on. The legal department put out guidance that said, if you, if you take the vaccine, well, first off, there's a federal, man, federal regulation mandate. That says you, I, ha- you must get. Back- hold the line, hold the line, hold, hold the line, man, because I want to. This is interesting. Listen to Black and White. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Black and White with John Anthony uh, on AM five sixty. The answer. Some new. Stop. Drop. Shut them down.
Oh man, I missed it. I missed it. I missed DMX, man. DMX was a this brother. Woo, he knew how to make music. <laughs> Welcome back to Black and Right on AM five sixty. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with. Oh, now I'm, I'm gonna do it this way: Shostokis, Economos, and Casper. <laughs> right, that's that's that still sounds like an attorney, a law firm, right? <laughs> no, one's an attorney, the other one's accounting. <laughs> accounting, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, before the break, uh, we had a caller, Manny. Manny, welcome back. I I, I didn't want to rush you because I thought you were making a, a, a very good point, and uh, Attorney Shostokis has something to follow up on that as well. Now, go ahead and make your point. Sure. So my so my point is so so my wife works for a federal contractor. And they're, they're, what people don't really realize is we talk about mandates. What, what's really happening is that the federal government has codified this in the regulation that any, anybody who does business with the government that does a service type contract, that's like what most people don't realize is like um, people that r- run bases, military bases. Um, a lot of times there's a federal uh, contractor that's actually running the base, ordering the toiletries, everything on that. So what the federal government did is they codified regulation that says anyone that's a serve service providing a service under a federal contract needs to have an implementation of a vaccine policy. So Elizabeth works for a company, um, a, a federal contractor here in Illinois, and they're going through all this kind of stuff. And she's part of the compliance department. So she's talking with the legal department and they're handing out guidance to the company to pass down to, to their, their subcontractors, et cetera. And some of their guidance is what they said was if you aren't vaccinated and you need to get vaccinated, by the way, it's December 8th. The, the regulation actually goes into effect. But the legal department said that if you aren't vaccinated and you get some sort of adverse reaction to the vaccine, what you're going to do is you're going to file a workers comp claim. Wow. That doesn't you don't you're not going to talk to the business. You're not going to talk to the government. Yeah. You file a workers comp claim to get to get everything seen. Yeah, that, that's kind of interesting. And and go ahead. Tony. Yeah, it is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, I wasn't quite clear before the break. You mentioned federal uh, last week, uh, a federal judge put in place in it with an agreement from the government <clears throat> to um, suspend the issues of uh, testing and vaccination for both federal employees and federal and and the military right. uh, regarding the situation with federal contractors you mentioned a regulation this would be awfully quick for a regulation there's a whole lot of businesses well, going around indicating that they're doing this because of the federal government and uh, they're relying on Joe Biden's press conference right. rather than right. <coughs> excuse me rather than the actual yeah, implementation no of the regulations yeah. there are not any well, there place. Is. Well, there is a federal regulation. If if you're in a co- in the contracting wor- world, what was it? It's in the fe- the, the FAR, which is the the, fed- the federal acquisition regulation. Wow. Um, mandates that anyone with a service contract, whether you're directly doing business with the government or you're a subcontractor, what they call prime, prime, making two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more on a contract, that you must implement. And they're encouraging businesses that are not services. Right. Now, this is not regulation, but they're encouraging businesses to flow down if you're wow. not a service contract. So making parts, you're right. making pieces to implement a Hey, a, hey a Manny, Manny, I got to go. But, I mean, this is this 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 is a whole segment in, in, in and right. of itself. Yeah. Right. So, hey, Manny, Correct. thanks so much so, for that information. I appreciate it. Thanks Thank for you. calling. Uh, let's go to Marie. Marie, you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Uh-oh. Marie, welcome to Black and Right. Yes. Yes. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. No problem. You have 30 seconds. Um, Go. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, a, a local um, Milwaukee radio show host, just like you, um, wonderful conservative station up here. Is it okay if I mention it? I don't go ahead. Okay. It's um, AM 1130 WISN out of Milwaukee. And the morning show guy has been uh, one of them really focusing on the uh, You got five seconds. Five fraud. seconds. Go ahead. <laughs> He said, well, he said in during the break, uh, during a news break, a woman called in. She's the POA for her. Uh, hey, we'll be right back. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Black and Right Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. If you missed that first hour, go to 560theanswer.com, download the Black and Right podcast. You don't have to worry about all the commercials. Sorry, I'm Jim. (laughs) (laughs) He's a sponsor of the show. Uh, I have in studio with me, I'm telling you, some brilliant minds in here. Uh, We had a very good discussion about a plethora of things. Um, Scott Casper. And now, are you the CEO of Responsibility in Government, Rig? What would Close you call enough. Yourself? So I'm the founder and the chairman of Responsibility in Government, which is a 501c4 nonprofit organization here in Illinois. And, um, you know, our, we were founded to challenge election, uh, challenge election integrity. And we've got some, some cool things that we are working on, uh, including a big event on November 20th. Okay. And I got business owner, philanthropist, <laughs> Jimmy Connell. He's like, what? Jimmy Connell. Thanks so much for joining me today, man. It's always a pleasure. It's yeah. uh, good to be here. It's fastest two hours in radio. It is. And I have constitutional attorney, David Shostokis. Good afternoon, you, everybody else. And we'll mention again, yeah. candidate for uh, candidate. <laughs> Illinois Attorney General. And a former uh, prosecutor for uh, Cook County, right. I'm a former Cook County State's Attorney, back when we used to put people in jail. Oh, ouch. Well, <laughs> yeah, we don't do that anymore. Uh, At least in Cook County. We're in San Francisco. When, when, I, when I was in the office, Cook County Jail's built to hold 12,500 people. We, had, we ran a population of around 11,000. Right now, the current population of Cook County Jail is a, real, a little over 3,000. Were you, there when, O'Bri- were you uh, there when o- with uh, O'Brien, the guy that ran for Cook County State's Attorney last? Uh, Jack O'Malley. Jack, no, O'Brien. He, he ran for Cook County State's Attorney. No, I, I, no, I, didn't, work, okay. I didn't work with him. That's Jack cool. O'Malley was uh, appointed the rare Republican uh, yeah. Cook County State's Attorney. Yeah. He was appointed me. But we actually used to put people in jail and keep them there until <laughs> things were resolved. Well, that's Accountability. One. Right. Yes. Yep. And, and that's one of the things that's happening you, you, you're not seeing, and that's one of the reasons why. Uh, well, there's 8,000 people out right now that probably dangerous to the community. And who were released due to the COVID the, mandates. Part I mean, of it is that. Uh, a lot of it's the policies of uh, Kim Fox. Yeah, it is. You know, yeah, Raising the threshold for theft up to like $1,000. Yeah. And look yes. what's happening. Yeah. You all see the all of the, the guys running out with bags of, right. of Louis Vuittons. And- yeah, well, they got calculators. They come yeah. up to 990. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is 990. I'm out. I'm, I'm good. Out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's San funny, Francisco, but it's not. They're no, it's not funny 15. at all. 
you know. Well, what's even worse is that uh, uh, mutual combat stuff where two people were killed in a gunfight. One, one in a gunfight, another guy was knifed. And they declined to press charges. Yeah, yeah. What well, the? Yeah, that's people because were dueling, actually murdered. Dueling is now legal. Dueling is yeah. now legal. Right. We have to uh, tell Aaron Burr all about oh, that. Got to tell Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we, we are adapting something from Texas, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. Mike from Yorkville. What's going on, bud? Welcome back to Black and Right. John. John, good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. And glad to hear you in real time today. <laughs> and not on um, social media. <laughs> no, I'll take the time to watch that, too. Um, you know, I was listening to Lars's story and how heartbreaking it is because many people don't realize the issues that are coming up or they're just being very lackadaisical because they, you don't want it to wait to happen to you. Right. And this is the, very, this is the biggest purpose of why we need a parallel economy. And Mike, you're breaking up. I call it Illinois stand. Is because we are cornered into the idea of what freedom is. Because freedom is is to the parameters of which this state government has put us in a box of. Especially with jobs, the amount of licensures that are needed to just do a job is a little over north of twenty five percent of the amount of jobs that we have in this state. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Can you true. imagine somebody? You have to have a license just to be able to go ahead and make a living. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. one well, of the don't... biggest issues. It is. Yeah. Oh, thanks and so that's much. why a parallel economy is needed. Yeah. That's, a, that's a great, great point. That, thanks that's for a great point. There's a um, friend of mine who's um, an attorney. He's got a great book. Um, his name's Tim Sandifer. Uh, and uh, Tim's uh, with the uh, Cato Institute and has written a book called The Permission Society. Ooh. And uh, Tim uh, Tim's book describes in detail the kind of regulations that kill people and small business. You know, my grandfather started a beer business selling beer out of the trunk of his car in really? 1933. Wow. You know, and it turned it lasted for 60 years over that time. We probably employed 500 people. Can you imagine yeah. if you were going down the street with a trunk full of beer and yeah. uh, trying to sell it today? Yeah. You'd be in jail. in jail. But well, you can well, have not, drugs on the street. That's okay. Yeah. You can do drugs, <laughs> but not beer. You, you can have how many grams of weed on you now? Yeah. <laughs> you can grow in your house now? But, I, but, I, but to the uh, caller's point, I suggest you look up the Permission Society. Yeah. It, it discusses in detail. Get them on the show for me. I would see if we can get Tim yeah, on. Let's yeah. do it. Let's That'd go back to the phone lines. Greg from Lagrange, welcome to Black and Right. Hey, hey, how you doing, Josh? Hey, I'm doing well. Um, a point of clarification on on that uh, the the judge's ruling for federal employees is that both civil and military? Yes, it was. It was for both uh, federal employees and uh, and uh, and military, and it put on hold uh, the uh, actions to uh, require uh, require vaccines. And it also uh, indicated that they had an agreement with the uh, with the government that there would be no disciplinary action while this litigation is ongoing, and so it's uh, essentially on hold. And they've uh, indicated that nobody will be disciplined uh, while the uh, while the litigation is ongoing. That's yeah. you know that's very interesting because I'm I'm in the midst of the process now, and the process is constantly evolving. And uh, I had filed for an exemption. Yeah, and. Uh, um, I guess or I'm going to be on hold. Do you, you know, this this is really sad that we've come to this point in this country, but it's also a time of great awakening yeah. where we have to stand together, all of us, and say we are the sovereigns of our own body. And yeah. we will decide with the help of our doctors what we put into it and what will be put into it and how we want it treated. Eight to the That's right. That's right. If my you body, want to, my choice. Thanks so much want, for calling. Greg. If you want to look it up, 
It uh, is. Uh, it was a decision just this last week by the uh, D.C. Um, D.C. Court uh, District Court in uh, the D.C. Trial Court. If you look up D.C. Trial Court uh, and the situation regarding mandates, you can find out the uh, find out the status of that court case. Yeah. Wow. Let's go back to the phone line. I hope I say this name right. Repeat. I don't know how to say this name, but I'm going to say it. Damas. Damas. Demise. Welcome to Black and Right. Hello? You're not talking to the Amish Texter, are you? How do you say your name? You're not talking to the Amish Texter? Come on, man. Oh! No, that's, that's not what it says here. If I didn't... Of, of course not. They had no idea who I was. You finally called into my show. You know what? <laughs> listen, listen. I'm usually busy making heater mammals and, and, and turning butter. And uh, But yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, first of all, I think it was a great name for a law firm. Anthony is kind of most... By the way, uh, my ex-wife's uh, name for a law firm was much worse. It was arbitrary and capricious. Yeah, she got all the house, most of the barn. Uh, but, uh, but you know, um, uh, seriously, though, that Kim Fox thing, you were talking about her briefly, yeah. it's Kim, the fix is in, no Jesse Justice Fox. Got to get it all out. Do you guys know what? who this is? No. The Amish no. Texer? No. Yeah, actually, 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 believe it or not, you guys may know me, Economos. Uh, we're friends on Facebook under my English uh, alias. Uh, i got to keep a low, low profile here. <laughs> and same thing with Shatokas, uh, uh, or Shatokas. Just focus. Get it Perfect. right. Push it out. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, you know, I don't have a problem with those English names, okay? <laughs> if this is like a speaky you know, uh, a Mordecai, something like that, it would be a lot easier. <laughs> but, you know, this is John, the Amish text. John, 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 I want you to come clean. You are the black face of white supremacy. That's right. With young That's right. I know, you ha- I know you have those tiki torches. They're not just on your patio. <laughs> no, they're not. You know? and, and I have the, the, um, the, what, the, the pants and the shirts to match as well. Oh yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, those, those, those freaking project guys, uh, could they be any more pathetic? Yeah, no, that's just sickening. And should they be busy sexually harassing only, only hetero men? Yeah. Do, I mean, do they know any like uh, any, anything other than their victims? They're pathetic. <laughs> you must. Get, get off my line. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Right, thanks fun. so much, brother. You take care. <laughs> you guys gotta follow the Amish texter. Uh, some of the, I mean, if, if he calls into the Dan Amy show. Uh, I think he calls in the Sean. This is his first time, so, you know, because I, I, I got on him. I said, "Hey, you haven't even listened to my show. You don't even call in or anything." Finally called in. Thank you so much, Amish. Well, he Texas. just said he Sneaked was my too. friend on Facebook and your friend on. But Facebook. I didn't interest his name though. But we don't know who he is. Well, he's anonymous. right? He's anonymous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want. He doesn't want people to know, you know, who he is. I think I got a feeling who he is. Now I got to go through my yeah, five thousand friends yeah. and try and figure it out. That's right. But you know, tell us off, Mike. Coming back from the break, I really want to talk about what Rick is getting ready yeah. to do. Yeah, I think it's a great idea because I don't think many people is gonna, will. will, will um, you can't intimidate cops. <laughs> Let's just say that. That's the whole point. Good tease. Yeah, you can't intimidate cops. Right. Cops, and I think what you're trying to do when it comes to election integrity and police officers, I think it's. I think that's a, a brilliant idea. Uh, you listening to Black and Right on AM five sixty? The answer, Marie. I'm gonna. You'll, you'll be the first call I take when we come back from break. We'll be right back. The madness on my brain. I resort to violence. My killers move in silence. Like you don't know what I silence. Then your killers are wild. My dog is with it. You want it? Come and get it. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560. The answer.
just switch your attitude. Go yeah, I'm singing today. Dan and Amy got me in a singing mode. You know, they were singing. They did a duet on the, on the uh, radio show Friday. It was horrible. <laughs> it sounded horrible. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Shostokis, Economos, and Casper. I said that fast, and it came out perfect. Um, Guys, woo, let's go back to the phone lines so I can clear the lines so Scott, you and I can talk about rig. Uh, Marie, welcome back. Hi, thank you again for taking my call. No problem. Thanks um, for holding. <laughs> what what was ha- what happened is, like I said, a, a, a local um, Milwaukee um, talk show host and investigative reporter uh, has a two hours every morning, Monday through Friday, and he's really he's encouraged people to call in and tell them his their stories, and you know he'd do everything he could to to, to help, and so he was very good about telling us Thursday morning that Racine Sheriff Schmaling was going to have the press conference. So Friday morning, during um, one of the news breaks or whatever, um, so we know of at least one woman uh, that her daughter said, my mom was definitely not cognitively, she was the one who thought uh, JFK was president. And then so another woman calls in, Outside of Illinois, or outside of Racine, okay, wow. outside of the county and everything, she's the POA for her brother, who is court declared legally incompetent. Wow, and he and still voted. She and and she went on the website, uh, the the myvote.wi.gov, where you, all you have to do is put in the name and the birth date, because I checked my deceased parents too to see if they were doing it to them, and um, yep, she found out he voted and. Um, like you said with your guests and co-hosts earlier that, okay, we have 72 counties and Racine itself has like about 70 some, 71 or whatever, nursing homes, assisted living homes, et cetera. Wow. And then you take that, you take that all, even one person times 72 counties times 70 nursing homes in every county, it adds up. It does. And then over, over the next news break, an attorney called in. Dan wanted to keep him anonymous, so he said, uh, he said, all I can say is there's more than just uh, Dan O'Donnell investigating wow. this fraud. Wow. I mean, there are, there are, so people have, and Dan, was, that's how Judy ended up going. Judy's the mother of Shirley, who um, was at that Ridgewood uh-huh. care facility. Unfortunately, I guess she died last December, but uh, um, she wow. had called in, and um, Dan said, go, you know, Go contact your police department, your sheriff's right. department, whatever. But the sad thing is, and I, I asked the question right. I got in yesterday, is why why is it a whole year later? Yeah, that's true. It's moving too slowly. Yeah, Marie, thanks so much for We're giving gonna, us thanks so much for giving us on yeah. the ground what's actually happening there because yeah. I don't think I've heard this on any major news um, broadcast. Thanks so much, Marie. No, even here in DuPage County, there was more votes than uh, voters. Yeah, in Grogan. And what yeah. Gro- Grogan was able to uncover. Hey, um, Scott, you going to get on Nick because Nick, Nick, he's uh, he's on the line. <laughs> you got to get on him. Welcome to Black and Right, Nick. Hey, what's happening, guys? How you doing? You doing, doing well, man. How's it going? Good, good. Hey, Dave. Hey, Scott. Hey, Jim. <laughs> How you guys doing? Hey, Nick. <laughs> Long time no see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I All saw right. that something happened to you and David Harris Jr. What happened? Well, you know, 
I just wanted to put it out there. My blood was kind of hot this morning because they, they took down our podcast. We had a uh, my daughter yelling in the background. <laughs> we had about I don't know seventeen thousand seventeen thousand uh, views of that podcast. It was it was running pretty hot on social media, and of course they took it down, labeled it misinformation. Wow! 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 And I watched it a few more times to see what was misinformation. So he sent me something called. Revoking the protection of Section 230, uh, an executive summary by the Social Media Freedom Foundation. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys heard of this? Oh, yeah. Yep. That's um, that's um, Jason Fike. I had him on the show here a couple of weeks ago. So it sounds like he's getting motivated to, to get involved in some fashion. So yeah. That's the guy. That's the guy. Hey, Nick, that's the guy I, I, I talked to you about bringing to a Freedom Initiative event. Jason okay, Fike. We should bring him. Yeah. Okay. We can make that happen. Um, so that we, I can stay on the line, Nick, uh, yeah. because you can, you can join us in this conversation. Yeah. Um, Scott, so rig responsibility in government. Why'd you start it? You, you got the time to hold on, right, Nick? Yeah, of course. Okay. Scott, you know, I started because I wanted to make a difference here in Cook County in our elections. I, I going to what you, t- at the very start of this program, you're talking about, about fear and, and there's hope, you know, many people think it's hopeless, uh, that there's nothing we can do. We know, we know. Uh, that there are problems with our elect- electoral process here in Cook County. Uh, there is a big problem with with election judges. Yeah. Namely, there's not enough Republican election judges. And, we and have any? We probably have. We probably have two. There's. I think it's about ninety percent of the election judges are Democrat. Yeah. And you know, in a typical precinct, you're supposed to you know have at least two Republican uh, election judges. Um, the the people who who show up who maybe are filling that role they've been appointed um, and uh, chances are very likely they've never pulled a Republican ballot in their life but there they are and it's it's by design they don't recruit Republican election judges and you know frankly they don't want them there if if a legitimate Republican election judge is in the room a lot of times there's uh, it, there's there's almost a chilling effect on that on that judge's ability to exercise his or her authority and um, and this is why you 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 put together an event. Yeah, it's going to take place at Trump Tower. Can I say that? Trump yeah. Tower? Okay. That's going to take place at Trump Tower. That's right. On, on November twentieth. Talk more into that. Yeah. So, imagine having police officers as election judges. These are these are professionals who are trained uh, to enforce the law. They're law enforcement officers. These are also professionals who are trained uh, to de-escalate situations. Uh, if you have a cop st- as an election judge in a room, and it, it doesn't have to be a Republican election judge. Right. I, I would trust a Democrat election judge right. who is a cop. Right. But if you have a cop who's an election judge, you know they're trained to be the eyes and ears in their ordinary practice. And they're going to be looking for malfeasance in the room. And if they see it, they're going to confront it. And they're going right. to shut it down. Right. And the, the machine does a number of things. Uh, to distract judges, mm-hmm. you know the mm-hmm. the you know Dave and I have joked about this. You know the they they go tell uh, you know the, hey the coffee maker is out of coffee. You know go, why don't you go refill the you know anything to get the judge away from his his or her post, yeah. distract them. You know if you tell a, a, a cop to go get you coffee, it's not going to end up well for Pound you. I'm pretty, pretty certain. Of, yeah, so so we put together an event. It's November twentieth. It's at Trump Tower, um, and I, I want to talk more about it. But it's it's to train. Chicago area police officers to become election judges. And it's, you know, we're working with the Chicago FOP, but it's, we're working with many suburban departments uh, and, and county sheriffs as well. Uh, it's, it's, it's really exciting. Um, 
we have a lineup of speakers that are pretty incredible. Mm. Um, Can you mention them? Uh, absolutely. You know, I'll save the big one for, for last. <laughs> but you know, we we have Cook uh, County Commissioner Sean Morrison is going to be a speaker. Sean. Uh, John, you're going to be a speaker. Yeah. John's going to actually be broadcasting this show live yeah. from the event, so that's yeah. pretty exciting. Uh, Mark Fargus, another AM560 mm-hmm. host, will be there. Um, Nick on the line will yeah. be there because Nick is actually. And I, I want to take all the credit. You know, responsibility and government, adventure. right? Responsibility and government kind of came up with the idea, but we are co-hosting with the Freedom Initiative now, and I really appreciate all of their support um, with this endeavor. Um, but last night we confirmed uh, our keynote speaker. Uh, it's going to be Bernie Kirick. You know, Bernard Kirick, the uh, the fortieth police commissioner of the city of New York, uh, the commissioner of police on nine eleven, and you know the, the the guy who who worked alongside with Mayor Giuliani to bring crime in New York down to historic lows. He's going to be a keynote speaker, uh, and I think that's going to be a really exciting um, part of the event. Certainly a draw for our our fellow law enforcement officers officers to come to the event. Yeah, it looks like we lost Nick, but Nick, call back. Um, no, that's good. You know, <laughs> but, in fact, I brought, I brought up uh, on our other, the other end of the dial, Urban Talk Radio, I talked about urban, um, broken window policing yeah. and right. how well it did. Yeah. And Danny Davis, who was uh, in line to talk behind me after I hung up, he said, you know, Jim was right about that. And that's true because, you know, the small crimes, you know, sweep them under the rug and then bigger things occur, bigger things occur. And before you know it, it's out of control. Yeah. Right. You know? That's true, and 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 listen, I'm a former cop. I'm going to tell you that the, the broken theory, the broken window theory, it works. Right, it really works. And if you can minimize small crime, you can minimize the bigger elements of crime. And it's 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 been proven over and over and over again. But you know, some people call that part of the systemic racism and our judicialism. I don't. You ever want to really go after what's happening in Chicago? Go back to that theory. You listening to Black and Right? Hey, Nick, I'll bring you back on. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Casper, Economos, and Shostokis. Uh, before the break, we were talking with... Uh, Scott Casper about an event he's doing at Trump Towers, and and Nick, I wanted to get your your take on it because uh, you jumped right on it when <laughs> as soon as soon as you heard about what Scott was trying to do with the cops, uh, Freedom Initiative now was 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 on top of it right away. Um, how important it is to you, Nick, to to see that we're, we're we're doing these things, we're going into these communities, and we're really trying to make sure election integrity is at the top of everything we do. Yeah, well, obviously, we're working really hard through Freedom Initiative, as well as all these other grassroots efforts that you're seeing from from many groups throughout the Chicagoland area to create and bring awareness to what's happening. And then, of course, when we begin to identify those who we want to get behind and who we want to have in positions of authority, we want to ensure that, you know, there's election integrity and there's honesty in the process, right? Because otherwise, all those efforts are for naught. And so I think, you know, what... what, uh, what we're going to be doing there on the 20th is brilliant. It makes a lot of sense. You know, I'm, I'm from Michigan originally, so I couldn't help but notice what happened in Detroit with this last election, how people were being bullied, yeah, you know, right. and just pushed around. And so it just makes complete sense to, to put, put people in, in place that can, you know, stand up for themselves and, and do the job the right way. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, 
Um, so we have an event coming up on. Um, you want to talk to talk about that, Nick? The event that's coming up on November eleventh on Veterans Day. Yeah, we have our uh, Guardians of Freedom Veterans Day event down in Orland Park. That's going to be on November eleventh, and we have Jonathan Gilliam there as our keynote speaker. Uh, of course, Freedom Initiative will be there. We have George Richer who will be there presenting. Of course, Chrissy Clausen. Who's, who's sort of the spearhead of the, um, you know, Illinois Patriots group that we've teamed up with for this event. Yeah. And then George Pearson will be there as well. Um, and then finally, you know, Pastor Christian from the Romanian. Say his last Chicago name. Pen- <laughs> oh, he's coming back? Yeah. I Say his last oh, name. Guy. Say his last name, Nick. <laughs> we might need Shostokas to help out. Huh? I don't know. I am school. Well, I am I am coming to the event on Thursday. So um, if somebody needs to uh, say some unusual, need some translation there, some sort of Greek, yeah, I'm the, Polish thing. I'm I'm all over it. I butchered his name. I'm all over it. All right, John. I'm, a lot of consonants. I butchered his name. I'll be there. Hey, I'll Nick. Something though, John. Uh? I went down there. I had lunch with him at his Romanian church this past week. Went out to lunch with with a bunch of his, uh, you know, church church members there and people in his community. And they're ready to get behind Freedom Initiative or really awesome. partner with us 100%. He's ready to take this movement, you know, to, to the Romanian community. We're going to have an event with them in January oh, at wow. their church. And this is like, this is a mega church. You know, yeah. their, their facility is like a state of the art. You know, it's brand new and it will hold about 1,400 people. So oh, I'm wow. just excited to see all these little, you know, I don't say little, but all these, these pockets, these different groups bubbling up and coming together so and different ethnic different ethnic ethnicities too i mean we there's something that we're going to be doing something with the polish um community i mean these people are fired up they're tired they're frustrated and they're just looking for somebody to be a voice and 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 help them navigate through the minutia of of especially illinois politics yeah and i think that you know that that segment for example is extremely conservative but they're also very independent yeah. You know, how active they are in the elections and how outspoken they are is yet to be seen. I think that now it's getting to that point where there's a lot of groups that are being awakened. And so, you know, we want to capitalize on that, right? And, of course, back to the election integrity. If we do this the right way, you know, we should be able to get the state back in order. Right. But at the very least, you know, give it our very best effort, right? Yeah, that's right. All right. Thanks so much for calling, Nick, and giving us all those updates. And hopefully um, something's going to happen with uh, Section 230. So that, you know, these social media giants or, or countries themselves can stop just being dictators. So that's one of the things Trump wanted to do. Start knocking doors, John. I'm going to start, a, I'm gonna start the, the biggest canvassing, door-to-door canvassing <laughs> program. I'm going old school, man. Events <laughs> and door-to-door canvassing. That's how you win. Thanks so much, Nick. All right, guys. Take All it right. easy. So, so um, Scott, where can people, if somebody wants to attend the event, where can they find information about this event? Yeah, so go to our websites, responsibilityingovernment.com. It's all one big word. Uh, there you can find information on the event. Uh, you can also register to attend the event. Uh, and you can also, uh, we, have, we have sponsorship opportunities, so there is also uh, links for that. I want to make the point, it's a big point, this event is completely free for law enforcement officers, uh, and that includes parking. Uh, the Freedom Initiative is, is, is picking up the parking so there's no reason for, for Chicago police officers not to attend, or Chicago area police officers not to attend. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it's responsibilitygovernment.com is, is where you can find everything and sign up. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be a great event because 
um, we, 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 we really need to, and, and a friend of mine just sent me a text and I think, I, I think it is important. Uh, but you guys are a 501c3, so you can't get into the partisan aspect. Right. This is a nonpartisan right. event. And, right. and, you know, we have invited, just as, as evidence of that, we have invited, you know, Governor Pritzker and Mayor Lightfoot to attend the event. Yeah. We also have it, uh, invited, and they are coming, the, the four gubernatorial Republican candidates. Um, and, and, and as well as, as Mr. Shostokas, he will be there. But I, I, do, I do agree with my, my friend, what he's saying. If we're not doing additional training specifically for, for Republican judges, we're still setting them up to fail. So if, if we do get Republican right. judges to sign up, I do think there needs to be GOP additional support for that. We'll be right back. All right. It's the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about. It's Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. Maybe I'm foolish, maybe I'm blind. Thinking I can see yeah, I can through see. this and see what's behind. Got no way to prove it, so maybe I'm lying. But I'm only human after all. I'm only human. No. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM 560. Yes. I'll shut up. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with Shostokas, Economos, and Casper. Um, I can't wait to see that event um, on, on the 20th. I think that's going to be it's going to be an amazing it's going to be an amazing event. Um, I really believe that. Uh, on the line, we have Bobby on the line. Is he on the line? All right, we have Bob, U.S. Senate candidate uh, Bobby Python um, joining us. Bobby, what's going on, brother? Not too much. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I wanted to have you on here, what, almost a month ago now? Because I want, I really wanted you at the time to break down what was happening. What, what did all that mean with, with the, um, the audit that happened in uh, the forensic audit? It was a forensic audit that happened in Arizona. Um, j- just really quickly, what, what, in a nutshell, what was that all about in Arizona? And how does it play out? Because Dave, Dave and I were talking about a sheriff here in the state of Illinois who he lost an election, allegedly. And November 2018. Yeah. Um, he, when they closed the polls, he was ahead by 99 votes. After the two weeks that Illinois allows you to bring in stuff, he lost by literally one vote. Hmm. And uh, the litigation began. And ultimately, he, uh, the, they, they had installed quickly his opponent. Yeah. And uh, this is in Macon County. It's yeah. now, it, they installed his opponent, and it took two and a half years. It was uh, June twenty first, two thousand two thousand twenty one. They removed that sheriff that had been installed and installed the rightful winner, uh, Sheriff uh, Jim Root. And, uh, so you saying there's hope? <laughs> I, I can tell you that it was two and a half years uh, that they. Uh, the, but the judge, it's a great court opinion. Uh, the judge goes through about thirty six pages of analysis. But the uh, key is is that there was a whole bunch of ballots that were counted that Illinois law requires election judges to signatures or initial 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 the ballots and there was a whole bundle that were counted that never had any initials from election judges. The judge threw them out and they installed the uh, appropriate sheriff uh, sheriff Jim Root down in yeah. Macon County. And Bobby, Bobby, is that what happened? Speak. Um, we'll speak to that later. But was that part of the issues that they found in Arizona as well? Well, Arizona, um, there there was just so many issues that uh, the initial report was just scratching the surface. 
And I think um, looking at it, you know, being involved with Arizona for almost a year now, it's like literally about the round trip a year uh, as November's uh, two days away. Um, I think a lot of um, what took place in Arizona was creating and the uh, the frameworks and, and the methodologies that could be rolled out nationwide. And, you know, what it appears as though took place is while everybody, especially on the lunatic left side of the equation uh, and the traitors of this country, this republic, uh, were focused on Arizona, it looks as though some incredible headway was made right north of us in Wisconsin. Yeah, we talked about that earlier. Yeah, thank goodness for that. And and so I'm I'm very optimistic that um, Arizona, it served its purpose. It's still a work in progress. Yeah. I'm helping with some Pima data. Um, I'm uh, also helping with a couple of other counties there that yeah. want to see uh, them, their, their, the, uh, the counties audited. And contrary to what people might have you believe, um, you know, there, it, there was this like third rail of don't go into the Americans of color communities, you know, the black communities, yeah. the Mexican, the, the Native American Indians. And what I'm finding to be the case is more of what my sentiment was initially, which is it's bogus. They don't, I don't think they want their stuff being cheated either. No. And, and, and right now I'm, I'm so happy to, to hear from uh, groups. And in, like I said, I was, I was just in Colorado last week at uh, not Colorado, Utah. And um, I'm, I have um, native Americans reaching out to me. Hispanics uh, from Texas, uh, you know, that, that run various groups there of yeah. uh, conservatives. And, and even here in Chicago, I'm going to be working on, uh, working on some stuff with pastors to examine how much, how much stuff is being stolen right here under our noses. Yeah. And, and, and they do it by these, these fictitious names that they launder in real ballots. Yeah. That's what they do. They get and, and, and Bobby, real ballots are like currency. And Bobby, let's Bobby, let's speak to that. Uh, we got about a minute left for this this segment. I want to hold you over the break. But how important is election and getting election integrity correct um, in this coming? You, you're going to be a candidate. You're gonna, your name is going to appear on the ballot. How important is it to, some, to someone like you, someone like Dave Shostokas, who'll be running for Attorney General here in Illinois? How how, how important is is it to make sure that we get election integrity correct? We have no nation. If we don't, if we, if we don't solve this, then 240 years of our constitution being fought and died for is right out the window. 245 years, actually. So it's that because dire. It's that dire. If we don't get this solved, then the, the entire, they, they, they took, they, they, they ripped up the constitution without, without ever firing a shot. Wow. And and, I and they're doing. No, no, what you mean? They the ripped past it. year. That's what's happening right before our eyes today. The Constitution yes. is, be, is is surely becoming a, a, a just a document now, just a piece of paper. You yeah. know. Now hey. we're gonna make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, stay on the line because uh, I want to. I want to get one more thing for you um, when we come back from the break. Hey, you listening to Black and White Radio on AM five sixty? The answer on the line with Bobby Python, candidate for U.S. Senate. We'll be right back. Black and right continues. 
on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with Shostokis, Economos, and Casper. Before the break, we were talking with uh, U.S. Senate candidate for the state of Illinois, Bobby Biden. Uh, Bobby, I want to, quickly, if you could uh, discuss, there was, uh, you know, you hear a lot of things in news. So what was the deal with as far as like deleted uh, files or information from the Arizona system and things, even though I think it might have been uh, subpoenaed? And then was there some sort of Internet connection or something that was connected to the Internet that shouldn't have been with well, the system in Arizona? I think the, the, the two things that you're asking about are connected. So there's logs and records that show what traffic would look like if a, a computer was connected to the Internet. So part of it is that connection, th- those log files. Uh, part of some of what they're trying to also pinpoint um, is like um, the, the, the changes that took place in various data sets from an outside, so- outside source. So think of it this way, if, if, if somebody on your computer, uh, you know, somebody hacked into your computer and started modifying contracts, you know, uh, that you had in place, if you were an attorney, for example, or modifying financial statements, um, you'd be pretty upset about it. Yeah. And you would want them to be, um, you would want them to be prosecuted. Well, this is what might have been also occurring with regards to our voting records, um, not just the voting records themselves, where information about legitimate voters was modified, but their actual votes cast after they cast them wow. were modified. Wow. So there's this effort to, um, you know, cover that up or hide the fact that it's as bad as it is. Yeah. And you can imagine that even if the people that are trying to brush it off right. uh, hey, know that it's a serious thing. Hey, Bobby, uh, Bobby, you know, I, they, Bobby, I want I want to get in because I, I got I to gotta do one last segment with Shatokas. Sure. I want to get in where people can find you. You got any speaking events coming up? Um, sure. I, you got 30 seconds with that. Go. Sure. BobbyPyton.com, B-O-B-B-Y-P-I-T-O-N.com. I actually have an event tonight with Scott Green uh-huh. from the 86th District. Oh, I know Scotty. It's the Irish Will, yeah, Will, Will County Young Republicans. Yeah. Are, uh, they're hosting an event yeah. at a place called Scooters in yep. Shorewood. I will be there at 5.30 tonight. We're going right. to watch the deep rig, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over questions. All right, Bobby, um, Bobby, I got to go, but thank you so much for okay. joining us. You got to come in studio, man. I keep telling you to get into the studio, all right? You got it. All right. Okay, thank you so much. No problem. Now, now, Dave, I'm sorry. <laughs> you wrote the book, Creating the Declaration of Independence. How important is the is the declaration? And talk about why you're running. The Declaration of Independence is all crucial. We'll talk some other time about yeah. why they don't teach it in American yeah. schools. But basically, it's because it's a revolutionary document, and a government school is not going to teach kids about revolution right. Right. and their authority. Regarding my particular situation at the moment, we mentioned in passing that I'm a Counsel for the Illinois Conservative Union. Mm-hmm. We filed suit against the Illinois State Board of Elections last year. And when I'm going through the lawsuit, all we asked the uh, Board of Elections to do was follow the law. And all the uh, and their lawyer is the Illinois Attorney General. He yeah. said, oh, by the way, we don't have to follow the law. Right. Gee, imagine know, I, started, I started looking at a couple <laughs> other things. The suits filed by Darren Bailey. Yeah. The other suits uh, for religious freedom. The other suits. The Attorney General is doing all that work to oppose the uh, citizens of the uh, state of Illinois. 
<laughs> and that's when I determined that, uh, no, I've got to do something about this so that we are actually, so that you have an attorney general who represents the people, the people. and not the government. Wow. You know, huh. the, the, How attorney, honest. the attorney general actually act, is acting like the personal attorney for the governor. Yeah, and he's laptop, independent yeah. and he's independently elected as an independent constitutional officer. And the constitution says he shall be the attorney for the people. What can people find you in five seconds? At Shostokas, S-H-E-S-T-O-K-A-S. Yeah. Shostokas. Guys, thanks so much for joining me. Scott, rig event. November 20th, November 20th at Trump Tower. Trump Hotel, downtown Chicago. Responsibilityandgovernment.com. Hey, November 11th, see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 